Welcome to Peaceful Parenting with Pam. I am your host, Pamela Query, and I am here to help you keep your cool while still getting your kids to cooperate so you can parent in a peaceful way and actually enjoy being a parent. That means no more endless negotiating, lecturing, or explaining. No need for threats, bribes, or consequences. No more daily yelling. So if you want to create a peaceful family, I'm here to show you how. Welcome, welcome along today. And today I am gonna be talking about what happens when your when your partner or your co-parent, uh, somebody that you co-parent with, that what happens whenever they are have a very different parenting approach? When they parent in a very different way than you, they have a different style, and um, possibly they struggle with parenting uh, and respond to your child in or your children in ways that you do not or that you prefer or try your best not to. Uh, so maybe they parent with harshness or with anger or with frustration. Um, and that can be very triggering for us then if, if we are trying to do things differently and uh, we are trying to respond with gentleness and respect and kindness to our child. And then, um, you know, our partner responds very differently. Uh, and we don't want to undermine them, uh, but we want to keep our, our child safe or, or step in and really have this uh, drive to protect our child. So it can be a really, really difficult thing to know how to uh, navigate this and to know how to um, how to best support our children and best support our partner or co-parent with, with these issues. Now, what I would say, first of all, is that I don't know any two parents uh, that who parent from the same page, who have, you know, whose, whose ideas about parenting completely line up, they're in 100% agreement all of the time, and, you know, everything they agree upon. I don't know any parents. If you are that, if you are that parent, then let me know. But I've yet to come across uh, parents who are exactly on the same page. So I hope that's reassuring because I think some people think that, you know, God, we're the only ones who disagree about these things, but it's really, really common because we have very different backgrounds. Uh, we all come from different childhoods, different upbringings, different cultures. Uh, and you know that, that forms who we are as people and it forms how we parent and what our, our uh, priorities are as, as parents. And often, you know, we're parenting from a place of, um, you know, things that were difficult for us that we don't want to repeat or things that we loved about, um, you know, traditions or, or um, ways of connecting that we really loved and remembered from, from being children. And that's really, really important to us. But of course, our partner or our co-parent might have a, a, a whole different range, will definitely have a whole different range of experiences that they're bringing. And that can be a real strength because, um, you, you know, you can see things, your partner can help you see things quite differently or see things from a different perspective or, or can help you see how your own um, judgment or your own wounds and triggers are impacting on how you see things. Um, for example, like I find it very hard to, uh, I'm always working on it, but I do struggle with setting limits sometimes because I really over empathize with my kids because I don't, didn't want to be harsh. I wanted to really listen to my own kids and tune into what they wanted and to, to set limits from that place, which ended up in me being um, quite permissive. And my partner would always say, you're, you know, you're being completely unreasonable. So sometimes it was helpful to have his input into it and to see things differently or to see, do you realize what you're doing here? So that can sometimes be really helpful. So, um, 
so what I would say is that, yeah, no two parents parent um, from the same page. Now, it's really helpful if you're in the same book, you're in the same ballpark somewhere. If you're wildly different parenting styles, that can be really, really difficult to navigate. Uh, and But, you know, I suppose it's all about finding some common ground and finding some things that you do agree on and then being able to talk about the things that you don't agree on. And, and um, we're all on our own journey with this. And probably if you're here and listening to this, then you're really thinking a lot about your parenting and how you, it matters to you, how you respond to your child and um, how you are with them and your relationship with them. And we're all in a different place with that. And it's a, it's a very, you know, it's the whole parenting journey is about learning and growing. Um, and some of us are on the fast track um, and some of us take a little bit longer to figure things out and to find our way around. So, and that can be different too. And maybe you are somebody who is very interested in um, parenting and, and figuring this out and reflecting on your own childhood and possibly your partner that it's not as high up their list of priorities. Um, so, and so maybe it's your job to bring them along that road a little bit in whatever way works best uh, without cramming it down someone's throat or, or, or force feeding them this, you know, all this information that can be overwhelming and, and you get that resistance then. So um, what can you do, though, to bring your partner along on this journey um, to being more gentle or being more respectful or, or parenting from this paradigm of, of, of uh, connection based parenting rather than the old style of parenting, which is very much the punishment and reward um, that we need to teach our children uh, a lesson that we need to uh, to punish the bad behavior and reinforce good behavior. So if you're if you're on a journey with this, how can you bring your partner along? Um, and I think one thing that's really important is um, it, you know, that this this type of parenting and if we want to, to model this type of parenting to our children and to others in our in our lives that we have to model it in all our relationships so if we want to be um, gentle and respectful and compassionate if we want to teach that to our kids then we need to, to look at how we can cultivate that in other relationships so in in our relationship with our partner or our co-parent um, you know, are we responding with the same respect and listening and understanding and gentleness that we do, that we want our children to, to experience? And that can be really difficult because we get triggered. And look, we're all on a journey with this. It's not about being perfect, but it's about growing and, and looking at this and, and doing our best with it. So, um, you know, so that's the first thing I would say is to look at how we respond to our partner. Do we have a big explosion and our, do we end up you know shouting at each other over it? and look that certainly happens because we get triggered but instead if we can move towards um i think what what goes such a long way is to really listen to our partner's side of things to really listen to where they're coming from and where their beliefs are coming from and what's important to them and the more we listen to them and really um try and step into their shoes and have this sort of develop this deep sense of, of compassion and empathy towards where they're coming from and what's important to them and, and what they struggle with. If we can really do that, then our partner is much more likely to listen to us and to, to be curious about where we're coming from and where our values are and what's important to us. So I think that this really deep listening um, and is so important. And with that, that communication, the more we communicate with our partners, or co-parents, you know, the, the more understanding we get, the more 
we see things from their side and the more common ground that we can come across. So I think that is, is really, really huge um, that we can spend some time talking about these things as much as we can. Um, and I think, so another, another aspect to this then is that if we are determined to respond to our children with with warmth and connection and and um, without this this model of, of punishments and rewards, then I think that our partners can learn a huge amount by how we model that. Now some part some of us some of us have partners who, um, you know, if we if we can give them things to listen to, we can give them articles to read and books to read and podcasts to listen to and some, some videos to watch or whatever and they'll take all that on board um, and be very open to it and you can discuss it and you can get them on board very quickly but for some people you know it, that they that doesn't work that you ask them to read an article or you ask them to watch a video and they just don't get to it and it's not high on their list of priorities or it's not how their brain works or it's not the right time or maybe you're not the right person to feed them that information it could be a whole host of things but for whatever reason if it's not going in by doing those things then i i really think that um leading by example is huge so if you are able to um model that behavior in your own with your own children and model responding to them instead of with harshness, responding to them with connection. Um, and then whenever you see that improvement in your how your children really respond to that connection, that you can really gently point that out. You can say, look, do you see how I was able to, when I met them with connection, um, that they, it took a few minutes and all they really wanted was to be heard and they just needed some love and their thinking went off track and you know I really think they're doing their best and do you see how well they came around do you see how they went and apologized to their little brother without having to be asked to so you can point out these little these little things um you know just how connection works and drip feed these little bits of information about the importance of connection the importance of relationship um and and um maybe helping your partner to notice how um, your children respond. You know, another great one is responding playfully. And, and you know, if you have a big um, a, a big play with your kids and then afterwards you, you see how, how they really respond and see how cooperative and happy they are after we have a big play together or after we spend time together. So you can sort of gently point out or gently just bring attention to these areas that um, the, the work that you're doing so that they can, you can start to shine a light sort of intentionally on like, you know, these are the things I'm doing. It's just not, you know, I'm doing this with intention and you see how they respond. And that can be a great way for partners to learn and to come along on this journey. Um, another thing that you can do as well is that, because often, um, sometimes what the problem is, is that our partner might be on the same page as us and might want to respond with care and attention and warmth and all of that but they get quite triggered because of their own background and maybe they're not doing the same sort of emotional work that you might be doing and they have big reactions going on and then whenever that happens they are parenting from um uh they're not parenting how they want to so they're in the moment they're overwhelmed they're frustrated they end up shouting or being you know really cross or really frustrated with with your kids um, and that can be so triggering for us to watch that. And the thing is, it's probably been both way around. It's probably been times when you've been really triggered and your partner's been there as well, sort of watching this. So it does go both ways and it's good to remember that. Um, 
and but it is really natural and really normal for us to be triggered when we see our partner maybe responding to our kids with harshness or whenever they lose their temper with them and you're sort of on the outside and you don't know whether to intervene, you don't know what to do, but you've got this real protective instinct and you want to jump in and protect them. So I really, I, I really get that um, and that, that can be a really difficult thing to deal with. So what I would say the best way to deal with that is first of all to have the conversation whenever everybody's calm, whenever the kids aren't around and to talk about that and to talk about how you want to relate to your kids and to talk about that understanding that yes, often we get um, overwhelmed, we get frustrated, we lose our temper and that's not how either of us want to parent. I think most parents will agree on that, that it's not great coming from that place of, of um of anger or, or upset or frustration whenever we interact with our kids. So a great thing to do is that um, if you parent together, that you can uh, you can say to each other, right, let's have this agreement, this like trigger agreement, or you can call it whatever, like a timeout agreement, for, a timeout for parents, not, not for the kids, but this timeout agreement or trigger agreement that when either parent is getting really triggered, that the other one will step in. And it's without blame and without shame and without... Um, pointing the finger at anyone but look we all get triggered and you know so what you can do is if you notice your partner is getting triggered you can have this you've discussed this in advance and um, you'll go over to them and say put, maybe just put a hand on their shoulder respond to them with as much warmth you know that they're doing their best and you're doing your best everybody the kids are doing their best everybody's doing their best and you can just say to them oh I'll take it from here I'll take over I've got this why don't you take a time out why don't you go chill out I'll, I'll take over for the next half hour or the next 10 minutes or until you're calm enough or whatever. So you can have this little signal, you might need to guide them out and you know I've got this, um, you know we'll chat about this later and you can take over if you're feeling calm. And then hopefully your 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 um, partner or your co-parent can do the same for you that when you're really struggling and that when you're just had it up to here and you're about to lose it, that they can step in and say okay I'm feeling calm right now um, I'll take over. You you go and take a few minutes to yourself, and you can take yourself off and calm down, do some breathing, get out into the fresh air, lie down on the floor, ground yourself, and um, whatever you need to do to feel calm again. And look, if you're both uh, triggered, that happens too, and both you're both ready to throttle your children, and you know, in those situations, you get through it as best you can, um, and. You know that's when you go off and you also need to be doing the work behind the scenes so if this is happening a lot you can do the work behind the scenes with your listening partnerships and um uh you know working on your triggers uh speaking to your listening partner and softening those triggers so that you're not as reactive in the moment then you're going to be able to support your partner better you're going to be able to listen to your kids better you're going to be able to get triggered less so that's really really important um, so yeah, it can be so helpful to have this agreement in advance with your partner that you'll both do your best to help each other out whenever that arises. And then you can talk it over afterwards and, and figure it out whenever everybody's feeling calmer. Um, so those are some ideas about how to manage. I'd love to hear if anybody's got any comments or anything they would like to, to comment about their experience of this or anything that's really helped. Um, the other thing I'd love to say before I finish is that um, just to say that kids are very discerning. Their emotional brains are highly mature um, from even before birth. So they can discern what's going on emotionally with different people. Um, so kids know who they're emotionally safe with and they know who they're not emotionally safe with. Um, and you can see that, you know, kids go to school all day. There's there's not usually a, a safe adult, just, you know, the, the 
they can't get that one-to-one -one attention and there's usually not an adult they feel emotionally safe with um, so they, they hold it all together and then whenever you get whenever you get them home uh, they know they're safe with you and that all comes out all the frustration and the anger and the tears and the whatever it is they, they carry it all home and they know it's safe with you there might be other people like say it may be a grandparent or an auntie or an uncle or somebody that minds them and they know that they are not emotionally they, they're safe and that they're they love this person and you know all of that but they know that they can't share the, those yucky feelings that they have and um, so kids know who they can share with who they can cry in front of um, who they can share like their upsets or their worries or their fears um, and so they are very discerning um, so if if you do parent differently from uh, and if your child doesn't feel as emotionally safe with the uh, um, with the with the other people or other you know the other parent in their lives then you know that's that's okay too that if they feel emotionally safe with you then that's amazing to have one person in their lives who they feel emotionally safe with is huge and it's a lot more than what many of us had so can you imagine yourself in your own life that you had somebody had one parent that had your back that listened that you were, were safe that you could just go to and cry and they wouldn't judge you or lecture you or try and shut you down that they could just be accepting of that and um, you know that would be such a powerful thing so um and that's that's the great thing that the children don't need every person in their lives to be like that and if you can be that person then great and you're going to have that super close relationship with them um and you can you can also help them to get over any hurts or any um upsets that they have with their other parent that you can be that safe parent that they can come to and you can support them with whatever is difficult i know it's not ideal but um you know you you're, you're there to support them and, and that can work really really well uh, and that's the thing that a child needs one good adult in their life and um, that they feel that they feel safe with and and not saying that um a, the other parent is not good just because they can't listen that parent is, is doing their best as well that parent is is um parenting to the very best of their abilities as to where they're at so the more we can be understanding of that and supportive of that and um and uh support them on their own journey then then um maybe they'll, they'll move along that journey a little bit faster and and of course that that goes to uh that goes for a relationship a relationship between parents between two people that are, is based on trust and respect and both parents doing their very best i'm not talking about possibly abusive relationships where you need to draw boundaries for yourself to, to keep yourself safe and keep your child safe so that that's sort of different um so uh but i'm talking about you know a relationship where people are doing their best but sometimes tempers uh are lost and sometimes things get difficult and and uh, people people get triggered and, and all of that but you know we're working towards being the best parents that we can be so um i hope that that is helpful i would love to hear from you if you want to share where you're at with this um if, if you're parenting from very different pages what you've tried what helps you get through please feel free to let me know it's lovely talking to you today that's all for me from now if you enjoyed listening, I would be so grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to podcasts. This will really help me to reach more parents. You could also share the podcast with any other hardworking parents you think might enjoy it. Thanks for your support. 
Would you like to get your kids listening so you don't have to shout and instead you can start enjoying being a parent? Then pop along to my website, pamtheparentcoach.com or follow the link in the show notes to get signed up to my next virtual Peaceful Parenting Masterclass. See you next time. Thank you.